Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. Hello, Elijah Fire people. Welcome back. Today is Tuesday, June 6th. This is episode 244. Can you believe it? We have made it this far to this many episodes. I think it's fantastic. Um, if you are new here, I am Jen Lowen. I actually hosted yesterday. Jeff is taking some well-deserved time off. I am his older sister. And uh, yesterday, my very first episode that I did for the week, I shared a, a special little gift. So if you haven't seen that episode, I would encourage you to go back, watch the beginning. I shared something a little bit fun um, uh, that I think that all the viewers would really enjoy. Um, I'm married to Michael. My husband and I actually both work for Elijah List. We've been married. He and I have been married for 15 years. We have two little girls, Annabelle and Evangeline, and I'm happy to be here again. Jeff will be back tomorrow for the regular programming. So thank you so much for being here today, you guys. Um, joining us on this live stream, please leave us a review. We would absolutely appreciate that. Plus, if you are a regular viewer or you end up really loving the show, please like us, subscribe, and um, leave us a comment. Maybe hit that bell notification so you don't ever miss a live episode whenever we go live because we go live Monday through Friday. All right. Also, we have on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have a special video to show you. And I know a lot of you are familiar with the work that we do with Show Mercy International. And so we have a new video to show you. The, the villagers have got to walk all through this dirt and this, this swamp to go and pick water. To show you this is to really let you know you are not only uh, doing history, but leaving a legacy. Mm -hmm. Because from, from this water to clean water, you have eliminated all diseases. There are many communities that, that are still struggling and suffering. Uh, so we continue to pray with you and continue to pray with us that we shall continue to lift up the standards of living of our people and that they can be free from all sicknesses. God bless you. We are now, we are now heading to the launch of a wonderful gift that you have donated yeah. to elevate these people from this level to the Glad. level now you're gonna see. It's up for you, we thank you. We thank you so much for alleviating this community from bad contaminated water. And we pray that God blesses you so much. We are going to open it and launch it in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And on behalf of Elijah Steel, I hand over this hall to the leaders and to the people, and I dedicate it to God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and everyone who say, Amen. So let us see whether we have some water. Those are so great. Those, those, they always get me in the feels. So anytime you donate to ElijahFire.com forward slash donate, you are not only helping to keep this show free five days a week, but you are also helping to partner with Show Mercy International. We partner with Show Mercy International to dig those wells. And I have known Mike and Lori Sally since goodness gracious, 2009. They're genuine people. They're awesome people. And if you ever want to know more about Show Mercy International, you can always go to showmercyinternational.org. You can even get involved. You can find out more about them. The work that they do is incredible. And um, we love them here at Elijah List and Elijah's Dreams. Also, I wanted to clarify something really quick. I know a lot of you are familiar with Michael, who does the engineering uh, backstage. He is not my husband. <laughs> my husband is Michael Lowen, and he is he works more on the Elijah List side of things. So just wanted to clear that little bit up there. Um, okay, so I'm sure that the person that we are hosting today does not need any introduction. I know he's been a friend of Elijah Fire. He's been a writer for the Elijah List for years. Um, he is a prophetic voice. He is an author. And I am pleased to have today with me, Andrew Tao. Hello, hello. Hello. It's so good to be with you today. I'm excited to what God is going to do on this broadcast. 
Yes. Excellent. I'm happy for it. I was telling Andrew backstage, I get the privilege of reading some of these words when they come out ahead of time, because I do a lot of the editing and the proofing on the back end side. So I got to get a foretaste of what we are talking about today. And I think it's really going to encourage the viewers. I, I, I honestly was really stirred by it and encouraged me because like I'm sure a lot of people, there are some things I'm holding out for and praying for that really need breakthrough. So why don't you just launch right in, Andrew, go right ahead and share what's on your heart. Absolutely. Well, you know, I was in prayer and this is when the Holy Spirit began to release this word to me because, you know, many, like you said, are believing God. Some of you listening to this podcast, you're believing God for promises that he made you long ago. Uh, you're believing for these uh, words that God has spoken, you know, and some of you are even questioning, God, where is the promise? Where are, I received a word from the Lord. Where is it? Uh, you know, have you, have you left me out? I want to tell you today, God has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten his word to you. He has not forgotten what he promised you and he will bring it to pass. But he spoke to me and he said, uh, tell my people, prophesy to my people. They are coming out of a holding pattern. Now, as a minister, I've, I travel frequently. I fly frequently uh, mm -hmm. all over the world. And so I know what it's like to be in a holding pattern. However, yeah. I wanted to be very accurate when, especially when I'm writing or I'm prophesying something. So I went and looked it up and according to pilotinstitute.com, I don't know anything about that website other than this is where I got the definition. <laughs> uh, a holding pattern is defined as a maneuver in which an aircraft flies a racetrack shaped pattern in a designated area. They are used to keep an aircraft in protected airspace while delaying its arrival at a later point along its route. And I feel, I sense the Holy Spirit really saying to us that there's been some things, uh, a pattern that has delayed your arrival. It's delayed your arrival into the promises of God. It's delayed your arrival into that destination that God has promised you. And many of you have been under attack by the enemy. The enemy has come in and he's attacked your mind, tried to get you to forfeit. But I've come to announce to you today, you are so close to your breakthrough. You are so close to your miracle moment. In fact, you can see it. You can see it so closely, but yet you're not there. Keep standing. Keep going. Don't allow the enemy's distractions to move you out of your promise. You keep standing on what he has spoken to you. You know, uh, I, I was reminded of a time, one in particular time, my wife was with me on this trip. A lot of times she's not able to go because we do have two small children, but uh, she was with me on this trip and we were flying into New York City and the pilot came on uh, the, the, the intercom and he said, we've been put into a holding pattern until we get clearance from the airport to, to land. And at first, it was kind of cool because my wife, she's really into taking pictures. And so we were flying around the city. And so she was leaning out the window, you know, trying to see some of the sights and snap pictures. But pretty soon it got annoying. It got, yeah. it got really frustrating. And yeah. uh, you and I, and you know what that's like mm -hmm. when you're going around seeing the same thing over and over, hearing mm -hmm. the same words over and over. And you're saying, God, I'm hearing this. I believe this. I'm standing upon this, but I'm not seeing this. And right. this is your word today. This is your word. You've been in a holding pattern. You've been seeing the same things. And it's so frustrating when you're so close, but yet you can't get to your destination. But I believe God. Oh, I feel the fire of the Holy mm -hmm. Ghost right now. I believe God is uh, frustrating the plan of the enemy. You've been frustrated, but now he's going to frustrate the plan of the enemy. Mm -hmm. And he is using this next step as a catalyst to launch you into your destiny. And you will arrive at your destination and you will see the promises of God fulfilled in your life. Mm -hmm. I believe uh, when I was in prayer, I heard him speak to me and he said, Andrew, what I'm doing in this season is a season of such acceleration that I'm going to do 
in one day's time what you could not make happen in months, in years, and even decades. Some of you have been believing for promises. Maybe it's for your family or or your finances or Mm -hmm. your children or your ministries. And you've been frustrated because you can see it, but you're you're not there. You can't get to that destination. I'm telling you, there is a thrust in the spirit that God is pushing you into a miracle moment. He's saying, I am allowing you to arrive to a destination that has been frustrating you because you haven't yet gotten there. But he said, oh, the spirit of delay is broken. And today, I believe we're on this broadcast because disappointment is breaking over your life. Delay is breaking over your life. Frustration is breaking over your life. And you are coming in to the promises of God. And if I could just kind of insert there, while you were speaking, I was sensing that there's probably a lot of people that I can even see in the comments who've been in holding patterns for a very long time. And I think discouragement especially needs to be broken off of people. And that because that fresh vision to receive that from the Lord comes when we let go of that disappointment and that discouragement and we we let it fall off. So I just wanted to kind of absolutely add that in there. And you know, I love that because the scripture that the Lord gave me, I I uh read it actually in the message translation. I included it in this this word that I'm releasing, but uh it's Proverbs 13 12. And in the message translation it reads like this. Now listen, it's going to bless your life. It says unrelenting disappointment leaves you heart sick, but a sudden good break can turn your life around. Yeah. I believe God on this broadcast today is Mm -hmm. going to release a sudden good break that turns your life around. I believe that today, you know, I was talking with someone the other day at our church and they received a phone call uh, that changed their life for the negative. It was a Mm -hmm. phone call and it was like, out of nowhere, they got this call and this this health battle happened. And it was just like, you know, they said, uh, my, my life may never be the same again. And I said, I understand that. But with don't you know, the enemy's not a creator. He right. only can pervert what God does. So he sees what God does and then tries to uh, uh, pervert it or to 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 cloud it up what God has done. And so he sees this. And so he takes this and he does with one phone call or one instance. Mm-hmm. And God says, I want to do in one instance what the enemy cannot do. I know some of you have uh, received labels or reports or situations or circumstances that have, it looks like it's negatively impacted your life for the bad forever. But I can tell you right now, God can do in one moment. This is a word for somebody right now. Get ready for God to do in one instance, in one moment of time, what that's going to catapult you years ahead. Oh, I just sense the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. saying that some of you feel like you have been on delay. Yes, you have been delayed. And I know what that's like, but God is saying to you right now in the name of Jesus, their delay is broken and I will do, and I'm doing right now, not I will. He is doing right now uh, a work that is going to, to thrust you years in advance. He said, I am the redeemer of time. I am the restorer of years. Those wasted years, get ready for restoration. He said, I'm accelerating in this season. We're going to see it in the church. We're going to see it in the body of Christ. We're going to see it in our government, in the nations of the world. He said, can a nation not be born in a day? We know that that is possible. We see Israel, the nation that was born in a day. He said, if I can birth nations in a day, I can turn your life around with a sudden good break. If I can change everything in in history in one moment's time, guess what? I can do the same thing for you. Mm -hmm. Those of you believe in God, you keep standing because I hear the spirit of the Lord saying there is a release and and things that you have dealt with for years. And see, that's what happens when it seems like it's been years. We get stuck in this mode thinking it's never going to change. 
Yeah. It's, it's the same old thing. This is going to happen year after year after year. This must be my identity. And that's what happens with people who pick up a failure identity or pick up a, a, a identity that the Lord said, that's not who I've called you to be. Right. You are an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. Mm-hmm. You are the head and not the tail. You're above only and not beneath. You're the lender and not the borrower. You know how I know those scriptures? Because they're ones that I had to fight with. Right. That I had to war with. They're ones that I had to walk my floor at night saying, oh, God, you made me a promise. You said that you would use me. You said, God, you put a desire within my heart and it feels like nothing's changing and it feels like nothing's shifting. But when I begin to war with those scriptures, things begin to change. Mm -hmm. And I sense that right now we're on this broadcast. Because we're announcing to somebody, it's time for your sudden good break. Yeah, it's and I'm, I, I, I'm seeing too, when, with that um, example you gave of the holding pattern, I, I saw this picture of you had the destination, you knew where you were going, right? But then when people are in a holding pattern for so, for so long, they can probably forget that original vision of what they were yes. going after. And I'm kind of sensing, I keep hearing, uh, fresh vision, like renew the vision and oh, remind wow. yourself of what you were going for when you got stuck in the holding pattern. That's that's something I was hearing too while you were talking. Yes. And I even as you're speaking that I hear the Holy Spirit saying there is a new clarity, mm-hmm. clarity to mm-hmm. vision. Things that are have become fuzzy or foggy are becoming very clear. Even right now, I release the clarity anointing to where you begin to see your destination clearly. Disappointment makes your heart sick, but it also clouds your vision. Delay will cloud your vision to where you think, well, I'll just settle here. This must be this must be my lot in life. This must be where I'm called to be. Uh, I, I'm just going to go around the same old cycle, going around the same old mountain year after year, season. No, God is saying that's not where I called you. He said, I am making your vision become very clear. Disappointment, delay, heartbreak will move you out of the promises of God quicker than anything else. Because when your heart is sick and when you have been delayed so many times, you begin to think nothing's going to change. Oh, but Elijah Fire is here to announce to you today. (laughs) Get ready for the change. Get ready for God to accelerate your destiny. Child of God, you are not behind. He said, you're right on time. I, Your times are in his hands. He said, your times are in my hands. And with one breath, one breath of wind, one exhale of God, he said, I can move you years decades in advance. And that's what I hear him doing right now, that he is moving people in advance. And what could not happen in decades and years and months, he said, it's going to happen in an instant with one call, with one faith. God spoke to me the other day and he said, it doesn't take a lot of people to favor you. God can do, uh, have one person favor you or one person remember you. Come on, talk to me about Joseph who was locked in prison. And then suddenly he calls uh, uh, the butler to remember Joseph. Oh, there's a guy that, that interprets dreams and he's anointed. Pharaoh, you have a dream. Let's call for him. In one moment's time, he was raised up and then became uh, second in command over Egypt. It doesn't take everybody to like you. See, one thing I've learned is I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I, I'm loud. I talk very fast. And, and sometimes, you know, uh, that can be a lot for people. So I, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. But I am there for somebody. I know that God has sent me on assignment for many people that, that, that are going to hear the word of the Lord. But when you get that revelation, you don't have to please everybody. You don't have to uh, kiss up to everybody. It just takes one person to favor you. It just takes one 
open door of opportunity that will launch you years in advance. See, some of you are thinking, well, it took me 10 years to get in this mess. It was going to take me a hundred years. No, God said, I can redeem the time. I will restore the years. Somebody right now that's just begin to claim that for yourself and say, God is restoring my years. God is restoring what the enemy tried to steal and distract and have me in delay. God is restoring those years. I hear him doing that right now. Yeah. Restoring what the locusts have stolen. You know, you can claim that over yourself, yourselves, and God is faithful. He's faithful to perform his word. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. That passage from Jeremiah, I love it so much when he, he says, what do you see? And he sees the um, almond blossoms. And he says, yes, I'm faithful to watch over my word to perform it. And so even if even if in this context you have lost vision or you don't exactly know what it is you're going after, find a passage of scripture, just like Andrew was just saying, like recite scripture over yourself because he promises that he is faithful in his word to perform the word. And then you can stake a claim on that and that will encourage your faith. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. So if you need a faith boost, get in scripture. That'll do it for you. That's that's so uh, so true. You know, uh, Paul told Timothy to war with your prophecies. Uh, that doesn't mean we just read them or we put them on a shelf. No, we've got to actively engage and yeah. begin to say, God, you said this. This mm-hmm. is your will because I have a word that tells me. I have I have your heart on the matter. So I refuse to come into agreement with the circumstances. I refuse to to partner with the enemy. I'm going to stand on this word and I'm not going to be moved by what what anybody says, by what the 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 friend down the street says, what the news report says, what my bank account. I'm not going to move from what you have promised me, because once I have your heart on the matter, then I can stand against the opposition. And I can begin to war with my prophecies and say, God, this is what you said. See, Mm -hmm. God honors his word. I love that scripture. I honor my word above my name, his own name. God honors his word above his Mm -hmm. own name. He's very serious about his word. God doesn't just run off at the mouth. No, when he speaks, it is. So some of you right now, you need to know that word that God has promised you for your family for your finances, for your ministry, for your home. It is. It's already done in the spirit. Now we've got to bring it forth into the natural. And I believe that many are doing that even today as we're on this broadcast. Many are saying, oh, this is my time. Oh, I've been in delay. So are you serious? This is, yes. Yes, we're announcing to you today, delay is broken. It is your time. It Mm -hmm. is your time to go uh, ahead and see the fulfillment of these things. You know, you were talking about uh, uh, the word and getting a word and turning to the word that begins to excite your spirit. It begins Mm -hmm. to stir up things. Well, when the Lord began to speak this to me, and I know you've already uh, pre-advanced re- read the word, but when the Lord began to speak to me, I turned to a passage of scripture. And let me know uh, if you if you're wanting to break in at any point. Just okay. Uh, no, go ahead. Go just, right ahead. Uh, Not but, yet, anyway. I don't uh, want to break in yet, anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I turned in my Bible to John chapter five, a very familiar passage of scripture where it talks about. Uh, the man who who had an infirmity and it says he, he had been sick for 38 years yeah. and he was at uh, the pool of Bethesda. And uh, he w- once uh, it doesn't say once a year, but it says at a certain season that the mm-hmm. angel would come and stir the waters. And the first one into the water after the waters have been stirred, received their healing. And right. for 38 years, he had been in a holding pattern of disappointment. Can you imagine for 38 years trying to be the first one in so you could receive your miracle, being the first one in so this would be your season? Yeah. And watching other people get your miracle or get their miracle. Come on. Every year looking and saying, oh, well, it wasn't my year this year. Oh, this isn't my time. I I, I tried, God. God, I tried to to get there. I was trying. I sowed that seed. I I claimed that word. I I, I prayed so long and I stood so hard. But God, it seems like it's happening for everybody else but me. 
Right. Come on. Some of you are saying that right now. It yeah. feels like it's happening for everybody else but me. But God says, hold on. And I love this story because it says Jesus. Let me find the exact scripture. But it says that uh, when Jesus saw him lie, it's verse six. When Jesus saw him lie, he knew that he had been now a long time in that case. He saith unto him, will thou be made whole? Now, we're looking at this and we have the, the beauty of seeing the finished work of this. Mm -hmm. But you're thinking, why would Jesus ask him? Will you? He's been yeah. laying there for 38 years trying yeah. to get into the water. I mean, if I'm honest, my response would have been like, how dare you? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> it would have been like, what do you think I'm here? You know, because yeah. he didn't know who Jesus was. Right. But uh, he responds to him with a list of excuses. And, and yeah. so, you know, it's so true. We're just like that. And we can't judge this man because no. we we have our list of excuses too. Well, if so-and-so would have helped me get in the water if, 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 and his excuses were, you know, uh, I have no one to help me get mm -hmm. into the water. And then, mm -hmm. then he follows it up with, and every time I'm coming, someone steps in before me. Uh, somebody jumps into the water before me. So he had all his list of excuses. And I love this about Jesus. Even as he's given excuses of why this happened and why why I'm I'm in this condition because and that's what mm -hmm. we want to do we we oh, want to yeah. give our excuses of this is why I am like I am this is why I'm discouraged this mm -hmm. is why I'm not burning with fire this is why I've been on delay you know I, I know in my own life that that happened with me and I'll never forget. I was walking the floor in our church sanctuary and I was praying one day and more complaining than praying, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I was telling the Lord, I said, Lord, you know, if this and if that and if uh, you and he spoke to me, and he said, are you finished? Mm. And I said, well, yeah, I'm finished. And he said, OK, those are all the excuses. When are you going to say no more excuses? Mm. When are you going to say, God? I need you to move. I've got a list of excuses, an arm a length, uh, arm length long of excuses. But he says, when are you going to say, God, you are who you say you are, and you're a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. So I give up all my excuses. Mm -hmm. I give up all the reasons why this didn't happen and why that didn't happen and, and uh, you know, why I'm in this condition and why this is looking this way. And he said, Andrew, I'm ready to answer your prayers. And just like this man, he had all the excuses, but I love Jesus because he didn't, he didn't speak. He didn't ask him, why are you in this condition? No. He didn't say, why are you still here? Why are you still in this pattern, uh, uh, this holding pattern? He never, he didn't care about that. Mm -hmm. He just said, are you willing to move past this mm -hmm. and into a future? Are you willing to leave that in the past? And I've found that many of us aren't willing to leave the past in the past. Mm -hmm. We want to yeah. carry our victimhood over into our future state. We want to, to bring that over. Uh, and I know that I'm speaking for myself. I'm speaking for many that are trapped in this, this pattern. We, we want to we bring that over. We want our future, but we want everybody to understand this is what this is where we come from. This is why we're like we are. You know, I, I was talking with someone and ministering to them the other day. And I said, the reason you're struggling uh, in, in life right now is because you don't know how to build relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Bible says, if you want friends, show yourself friendly. I mean, that right. seems like an easy, uh, easy mm -hmm. answer. But mm -hmm. many people don't understand especially if they're dealing with rejection or they're dealing with hurt of the past, they don't know how to open themselves up to, to be friendly. And so they're closed off and they're walled off. That's someone that's trying to carry their past into their future. Yeah. And I hear the spirit of the Lord. And I've, I've been hearing this for weeks now, the spirit of the Lord saying that he is breaking the past off of people. He is breaking labels off of people. You not, you are so much more than a list of excuses. You are so much more than saying this one's jumping in front of me and I didn't have help over here and no one, my parents dropped me over there and, and my spouse ran off and left me and said, I don't love you anymore. And I've gone through all these things. 
Now, listen to me. I'm not belittling the things that you have gone through. Right. Because I know life hurts. Mm -hmm. I know I've been through some things. I know you've been through some things. Uh, Life hurts. Mm -hmm. But Jesus is bigger than what you've gone through. He is bigger than what life has tried to label you. And he is announcing to you today as a prophetic announcement. He is saying to you today, I am freeing you from your past. And he said to this man, will you be made whole? And I want to put that out there for those of you listening. Are you willing to be made whole? Are you willing to allow God to put the past behind you and move into your future state and say, I'm not what they've labeled me. I'm not this pattern that I've seen. I'm not someone who is left out in the cold. And I just heard the Holy Spirit just whisper this to me. Many of you have been looking uh, uh, from the outside in saying, if I could only get into that place. It's like mm-hmm. the door's been closed off to you. Yes, Holy Spirit. I even see it as a vision right now that you're staring on the outside and it seems like everybody else is in. But I hear the, him saying to you today, I am making room for you. He said, mm-hmm. you are coming into your destination point. You are not going to be uh, outside looking in. I am bringing you to the center point. I am bringing you to a season where things begin to happen so quickly, your head begins to swim. I love that scripture in the message translation. Things are going to happen. Amos 9 season. I am bringing you into a season of acceleration. And what happened with this man is going to happen to you. Jesus said, will thou be made whole? And then he gave him a command. Mm -hmm. He said, take up your bed and walk. Mm -hmm. Now, this man could not walk. He commanded him to do something he could not do. Now, when when I'm moving in services and I'm, I've been with a lot of healing ministries and, and, and prayed for many that are sick, I begin to challenge people, do what you could not do. If you're having shoulder problems, begin to move that shoulder. Why? Mm-hmm. Because as you begin to take an action of faith, then the Holy Spirit, your faith begins to move the hand of God in your life. It becomes manifestation. So he commanded this man and said, take up your bed and walk. And he took up his bed and he began to walk. Now, I like to think when, when I was really studying this out, I thought, now, this man's been bound to this bed for 38 years. Mm-hmm. If it were me, I'd be like, no, this thing is burning. I don't want, ever want to see this bed again. I'm yeah. not going to lay on this bed. Yeah. But Jesus commanded him to take it up. And in other words, he was saying, you're going master that which had mastered you. Mm. He said, take it up and it's going to be a testimony to all those that knew you, that that knew you were bound to that bed. He said, they're going to see you walking around with it. And I'm telling you today by the spirit of the Lord, some of you listening to this, God is saying, you're going to take up that thing. Maybe it was an addiction. Maybe it was a divorce. Maybe Mm -hmm. it was a bankruptcy. He said, but you're going to take that thing up and now it's going to become a testimony. And it's not only setting you free, but others are going to be set free by what God is doing in this hour in your life. Amen. Now I am seeing a couple comments. I wonder if maybe you want to address them. A couple people are asking, how do I determine or find a word of God over my life? How can I find something like that? Well, the best answer to that. Now there's a lot of prophetic ministries. Go to ElijahList.com. Begin mm-hmm. to claim those words. But the greatest source is this word. You can open up this book and every scripture is yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Every promise is available to you. So I found out that a lot of people will rely on prophets rather than digging in the word themselves. Mm-hmm. Listen. I love the voice of prophets. I'm a prophetic voice. I love that. I love receiving words of knowledge. I mean, I'm just like a a beacon. I think every service I go to, whether they know who I am or not, it's like I I, I will get called out and get a word almost. Uh, Even when I don't want to be called out and get a word. But it's like God has something for me. But I thank God for that word. But I've learned that more than anything is getting 
in the word of God, the Bible. As you begin to dive in, this word is prophetic. That's why I get offended when people begin to say, you know, I don't know about all that prophetic stuff. I, I, I don't want to prophetic. This book is prophetic. It's alive. It speaks to you. So yeah. every promise is available to you. So dive into the word and begin to claim scriptures. If you look in my Bible, a lot of times uh, in my, my Bible, I will write my name beside it. And then I will end up uh, verbally speak out, you know, uh, as for Andrew's house, as for Andrew and his house, we will serve the Lord. You know, yeah. Andrew is blessed coming in and blessed going. I'll begin to declare the word of the yeah. Lord and I'll put my name on promises. So I, I recommend you can go to prophetic websites, but the greatest uh, uh, source of a word over your life is the Bible. It's a light unto your path. And this is God's guidepost to your life. Fantastic. Thank you for addressing that. And I think another thing I wanted to add to what I will do with scripture is there will be times where you'll be reading something and all of a sudden your spirit will be quickened. Maybe you're reading in Proverbs, maybe you're reading in Isaiah, maybe you're reading in any of the passages and suddenly you feel that quickening in your spirit that is the Lord. That is the Lord saying, hey, park here, land here, dig here. And there are so many tools and resources out there. You can download Blue Letter Bible. You can go to Bible Hub. You can get into, if you don't have a concordance, they're free. You can dig into the Greek. You can dig into the Hebrew. And sometimes even looking into that deeper meaning becomes that word for you. So that's that would be my two cents to add into that too. That's something I've done. And that's when I will write out a passage on an index card and I'll even include maybe the definition kind of like the amplified next to the word that really spoke to me. And like you said, I will actually speak that over myself as first person. Like I will do this. I will do that. Yes. And it, it just encourages my faith so much. And sometimes it requires that repetition to sink into our spirits to the, the Bible says we're renewed by the, by in our minds, but through the washing of the water of the word and the word itself is cleansing and it can help to renew our minds. So that's just my, and I love that what you said about the quickening of the spirit, as you're reading something, uh, you know, the Holy mm -hmm. spirit, will begin to to quicken you or to challenge you. I, I like to describe it as, uh, you know, your baby begins to jump, uh, like mm -hmm. John the Baptist began to jump within Elizabeth when she heard the sound of Mary's uh, this greeting. The, the, she knew something significant was happening. You can begin to read the Bible and a scripture begins to jump inside of you, but immediately what the enemy will do will try to talk you out of it and say, mm -hmm. oh, you didn't hear the, you don't hear the Holy Spirit. That's not that you're just wishing upon that. Or you're just don't belittle your hearing because the word says his sheep hear his voice. So as you're diving into the word and, and you're receiving the word of God, don't let the enemy talk you out of what God has promised you. So take those uh, quickenings and those uh, leaning in and begin to claim those things and begin to to really uh, believe that you are his sheep and you hear his voice. Mm -hmm. When you read a prophetic word and it begins to leap off the page to you, I receive letters all the time from uh, readers of the Elijah list or, or some of the other uh, uh, networks and things that, that we're on. And people begin to say, you know, I heard that word. I was reading a testimony today uh, of someone that wrote my ministry and said, when I listened to that broadcast, my spirit began to leap and then I had to move out in action on that word. And I want you to know what God did. And they began to give me this testimony of how God moved in their family and in their finances. And I said, oh, I'm so excited that when a word is released, it does more. Don't let it go in one ear and out the other. No, you grab hold of that word yeah. and you begin to stand on the promises of God and don't belittle you're hearing because mm -hmm. God wants to speak to you. Yeah. You're his sheep. You, he wants you to know his voice. He wants you to hear him. He wants you to understand. And, and he will speak to us in a, a, a lot of different ways through dreams, through visions, uh, through prophets. He'll, he'll speak to us in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. But don't belittle that and, and be confident that God, your father, wants to speak to you. Yes. Fantastic. 
All right. I got you totally off track no, <laughs> with that no. one. No, no, I love it. I love I love to equip people to hear their voice. We have a, a prophetic team here at our church and uh you know, we do these prophetic exercises. And the first thing that we do is, is I said, you know, let the Lord speak to you a scripture and minister mm -hmm. a scripture to someone. Because it's very hard to go wrong with a scripture when you're right. training your ear to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And so uh, we'll start out with that exercise. And I love to see, I I'm seeing my last Sunday, I had them ministering the altars in our prayer line for me. And I love to see them growing in that gifting and everyday people. Uh, mm -hmm. that walk in everyday life being equipped to hear the voice of God and yeah. speaking a word in due season that's going to minister to the lives of people. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as we're ministering on this broadcast right now, I believe people are being equipped. And some of you, listening to this, you're behind schedule because you've looked at peers, you've looked at different ones around you that look like, man, they're running years and years ahead. And we're, have you ever felt like you're on pause? Oh yeah. <laughs> you like everybody's, I mean, everybody's yeah. running ahead and I'm on pause or maybe I've even reversed some, mm -hmm. uh, but I hear the Lord saying, I'm catching you up. It is catch up time. He said, I'm not catch up, catch up. I'm catching you up to where you should have been all along. I am bringing you to that place. I have gone before you and made crooked places straight. So don't allow the enemy to sell you a lie that you missed the plan of God, that your window of opportunity is now over, that that window that was open to you is now closed. The devil is a liar. God is telling you today he is bringing you out of this holding pattern and bringing you into a season of great acceleration. And what I love about the story that I, I we just read in the, the word was that in one day's time, 38 years of being in the condition in one moment's time, this man suddenly accelerated into his destiny and he was no longer at the, uh, at, at the pool of Bethesda begging to get a miracle or, or working to get a miracle. No, he moved into his season of acceleration. Another example of this is, is the woman with the issue of blood. I mean, we could go into every miracle. They had a divine encounter, but the woman of issue of blood, the word says she had been in this condition for 12 long years. Yeah. She had spent everything she had. Yeah. She had been isolated because as, as the law was, she was isolated or, or left alone. But something within her, her faith began to arise. And I love this about her. The word says that she spoke within herself. She kept reminding herself as she was pressing through the crowd, as, as her faith was rising up. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, if I can just touch him, I'm going to be made whole. And see, she began, it doesn't say she said that once. She began to repeat it over right. and over and over. And some of you have been in that cycle, but as you repeat it, as you begin to declare it, as you put your faith on it, I believe that we are in a divine season and we are going to see it begin to, to manifest quickly. I hear the Lord just even right now on this broadcast mm -hmm. that, that the Holy Spirit is saying to you, this thing that I am doing in you, through you, and for you is going to occur quickly. In yeah. fact, it's going to be so quick, you feel like you're ill-equipped to do with what God is releasing in your life. But he said, I've equipped you. This holding pattern that you have been in has been a season of preparation. It has mm -hmm. been cutting away so that you would have the character to be able to uh, uh, run with uh, uh, the promises of God and run with the, the opportunities. See, all the, the path that Joseph went on, thrown into a pit, uh, all of these things rejected by his brothers, uh, mm -hmm. uh, right on and upon it. It was all the Holy Spirit allowing these things to happen in his life, to cut away, to cut away the things so that he was completely dependent on God. And yeah. many of you watching this, you've been in that holding pattern and you didn't understand it. And it's frustrating, 
But God is saying it's preparation for the landing. And I hear the Lord saying, permission has been granted to land in your destination. And you are coming forth in this hour in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm looking at the comments. I love to watch the live feed comments because sometimes the people have questions. Yes, absolutely. You know, right. one, you Go have ahead. some questions? No. Well, no, I, I, I just wanted to say, too, that I, I felt very strongly, even as I was uh, writing this word and, and uh, getting ready for this broadcast, I heard the Lord speak about a one day turnaround. Mm-hmm. One day, one day, and, and not like one day, no, one day. One day is all it takes. One moment is all it takes for everything to turn around. So, it, it, you know, when it's time, whenever you want me to, I want to pray over those that are watching the broadcast because I believe God is releasing a one day. Yeah, I actually, I'd love to encourage the viewers right now, those of you who are watching live. If that's you, will you please say me? You can say it out loud. Even if this is the recording, maybe you're watching this after the live. Just say me because Andrew's going to release something. He's going to pray over you. And if that's you, let's let's claim that. Even if that's the mustard seed faith that you have right now, is just raise your hands and say, yes, that's me. I need that. I need that one day breakthrough. We're getting a lot of me's in the comments. So, yeah. And I want to I want to like to also challenge you. Uh, write what you're believing for. Uh, you know, you don't have to write all the details, but write what you're believing for. If it's for your family, if it's for your finances, if it's for your ministry, if it's to go to a higher level in your hearing with God, whatever it is that you're believing for, one could put a thousand to flight, two could put 10,000 to flight. When two or three agree upon anything, it shall be done. Uh, so just begin to say that to me, begin to write what you're believing for. And yeah. we here at Elijah Fire, we're going to come into agreement with you. Even if you're watching the replay, I, I want to come into agreement with you because I believe that today is a day of divine appointment. You're not just tuning in. You're not just watching even the replay by accident. God sent you here for a divine appointment because he is saying you've been in a holding pattern. I know you're frustrated. I, I, I know you can see it and you're so close. And the enemy's saying, just give up. Just give up. It's too hard. This is never going to happen. Everybody's stepping in front of you. You've been here for so long. This is, I know how the enemy works. Believe me, I fight his lies too. I know how he whispers to me, but I say we silence the voice of the enemy by declaring the word of the Lord to you today, that this is the hour. So as you're writing, as you're beginning to voice it with your with your mouth and you're saying, this is me, God, this is the word. I feel you. I feel the Holy Spirit quickening me. Even as we were talking about earlier, my, my spirit man is leaping inside of me and you're saying, oh, but it hurts to hope again. I don't I, I don't want to be yeah. disappointed again yeah. because so many times I've been disappointed. And let me share a quick story before I pray with you. But my wife and I, uh, my wife had a condition that made it very hard for her to carry a baby to terms. And we had prophetic words about our children. Hmm. And so we lost many. I don't want to say lost. Uh, she miscarried many babies. They're in heaven now being raised and we're going to see them again. But we, we lost babies. Uh, that's the term that 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 we use. But uh, we lost them. God found them, but we, we didn't have them. And, uh, you know, when you go through disappointments like that, uh, we were doing treatments and, and it's very expensive and very emotional uh, to go through those losses yeah. and those things and those uh, hindrances. But we knew we had a promise from God. And so we. Just very quickly, let me share this quick story. But uh, my wife had, uh, we had finally conceived and we thought we were at the safety zone. You know, yeah. uh, we thought we were in this, the clear. The doctor told us, you know, oh, you guys did it this time. You're, you know, you're in the clear. And so uh, one Wednesday night we have corporate prayer and I had announced to our intercessors that have been believing and praying and standing with us. And I said, guess what? My wife is pregnant. We're having the baby. 
Uh, and that next Sunday was Father's Day, and we were going to announce the pregnancy on Father's Day. Uh, but that Wednesday night, and all of our intercessors were celebrating with us. We go home, and in the middle of the night, my wife begins to miscarry the baby. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, it was very difficult. Uh, yeah. You know, I can't imagine being her because it was difficult yeah. for me, and I can't even imagine being her. Uh, uh, but what we did is, is we said, you know what, this season is over. Uh, you know, we're not going to allow the enemy to stop us from our future. Yeah. And so I said, honey, what we're going to do is we're going to to text all of our intercessors, and we're just going to tell them what happened. And then we're going to just reply with all is well. And then we're turning our phones off. You know, I know people mean well sometimes and, yeah. and mm-hmm. things like that. I said, but all we're going to declare is all is well. We're going to put a status on Facebook. All is well, because we're declaring all is well. And so that's what we did. And the doctor said it would be six months before we were able to conceive again. And I want you to know God supernaturally accelerated the time. It was exactly six weeks later that we conceived our, our baby. And of course, we carried her to term and she Amen. was more than enough. I mean, in fact, her, her levels were so high. They thought it was twins. Thank the Lord. It was not because the Lord, <laughs> we can only handle one. But, uh, but God bless the people who do get twins, right? <laughs> oh, great unto you in Jesus yeah. name. But, uh, uh, God gave us exceedingly abundantly above all. And, and so we had that baby and we were so satisfied. We didn't care if God did another baby. We weren't trying for another baby. Yeah. And uh, God gave us a surprise. And so we have a, a five-year-old and now uh, a 12-year-old and a five-year-old. And so God just gave us a surprise. And and that little boy that we had prophecies about came forth. And so those are wonderful. Yes. Those of you that have been in delay and I know what it's like. And, and it sometimes it hurts again. Like I remember going to a service and, and right after we had Juliana, we had another miscarriage. And, and so we're like, you know, we have Juliana. God answered our prayers. We have a baby. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, a prophet called us out and said, the Lord says you're going to have a son. And I don't I know she didn't know what we were, had gone through, but I thought to myself, I don't want to hear that. I, I know what it was like trying to comfort my wife and myself, but comfort my yeah. wife during those times. I don't want to go back there. We're in a celebration mode. We're in a good, good place. Don't please don't prophesy. And, and some of you may be hearing this word today saying, you know, please don't tell me again to hope because I hoped before and I was disappointed. I hoped, I stood, I believed, I sowed, I did all those things. And it's like, it did not happen. That's hope deferred. Yeah. He said, all you need is that sudden good break that turns your life around. Well, and Andrew, I just, I keep hearing this while you were speaking, you, you walked through this victorious. You have this anointing now to decree be fruitful and multiply, right? Because you had that God gave you that breakthrough. And so I keep hearing that in my spirit of just, you can claim that over yourself now, and you can even claim that over other people that they can be fruitful and multiply because that's what God told us to do. Right. And that doesn't just mean with children. It can mean with finances. It can mean with creative vision. It can mean whatever vocation we are in. I just keep hearing you have that anointing. Now you can claim that. Yes. Be fruitful and multiply. I, I believe that. And I love that. And I love that you said it's not just over children because yeah. fruit that remains is not just, yes, it is over natural babies, but it's also the spirit promises that are going to be birthed in many yeah. of you tonight that are watching this broadcast. Many of you today, maybe you're watching the replay. God is saying, I deposited my word inside of you for a reason. And I am making a withdrawal. I hear the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. saying right now, I'm making a withdrawal of that which I've deposited in you. I believe Hannah's are going to give birth to the promises. See, it was yeah. more than a baby. It, it yeah. was more than just giving birth to a baby. She birthed a revival that shifted a nation. Yeah. She, were, she birthed a prophetic movement that began to happen. 
happen. And some of you have been in delay because God says, I want to do more than just the average miracle. I want to do more than just the average breakthrough. I want to birth something so great through you that you never dreamed it was possible. And people are going to stand back. And I hear the Lord saying this right now. People are going to stand back and say, this was all God. This had nothing to do with them, but you are moving into an all God season. Somebody needs to declare that that's me right now. Somebody Mm -hmm. needs to begin to declare in the comments. I received this. That's me. That's me. I am moving into an all God season because this is what he is doing in this hour. We are in a, a time that we don't have time to waste. Right. Enemy is raging right now. The enemy is is getting louder and louder and louder. That's why God is saying, my church, my bride, my my children have to arise with a greater uh, boldness and a greater determination and with birthing the promises of God, the fruitfulness of God. So if it's all right with you, I'd like to pray. Go right ahead. I, I really am telling, I can see that the people in the comments are really receiving what you have to say and... But the Lord is ministering to them through you. Lord, I thank you right now. I thank you, Lord, that you are releasing that which has been held back. You have been in delay. You have, uh, uh, I hear the Lord saying, what you have carried has outgrown the womb of your spirit. He's saying the promises that I deposited in you, you have not miscarried. It is not over. He's saying, in fact, it's still alive. And he's saying it has outgrown the womb of your spirit. And he says, you will birth that which I've spoken to you. It's time for you to get your hopes up again. I know they say, don't get your hopes up, but the spirit of the Lord says to you today, get your hopes up because not one word will return to me void, but it will accomplish whereunto it has been sent. I sent you my word because I will bring it to pass. I sent you my word to deposit in the womb of your spirit because you're a carrier of my glory. You're a carrier of my promises. And right now, in the name of Jesus, we come into agreement and we pray for our brothers and our sisters. We pray for all those that are watching this broadcast, those that the enemy has tried to cloud their vision with disappointment. They have tried to cloud, the enemy's tried to cloud it with with heartbreak, with overwhelming sadness. But I say it breaks today. The pattern breaks today. The cycle breaks today. God says you are are coming out of the holding pattern and you are landing in your destination. It is time for you to see the fulfillment of what God has spoken over your life. I am doing some things quickly. I am doing some suddenlies are being released even now, even now, right now in the name of Jesus, suddenlies are breaking forth. There's going to be testimonies that come forth from this broadcast of the suddenlies. You're going to see it happen suddenly. It's going to look like it came out of nowhere, but God says it's by divine order. I have ordered your steps. Get ready for the call. Get ready for the connection. Get ready for the door to open. I have given you the keys. Hallelujah, Jesus. I have given you the keys and you are going to unlock doors that you thought were locked off to you. God says, they're not locked off to you. I've given you the keys of authority. I've given you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. He said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And I am loosing that anointing tonight. Uh, Today is a day of breaking through. Today, this moment is a moment of breaking through. It's the moment of landing. And he says to you tonight to release this anointing for breakthrough over this broadcast. Delay is broken. Disappointment is broken. Discontentment is broken. And he said, I am releasing a fruitfulness over your life Mm -hmm. that you have never seen in a past season. You have never seen it. Maybe you've looked at others and you've seen it happening. Hannah looked at Penina and she saw it happening for her. But God's saying, I wanted to do something greater in you, Hannah, than what I did in Penina. 
He said, I am opening the womb of your spirit. And for some of you, that's natural with babies. Uh, some of you, that's a natural. You've been believing God for a baby. But for others of you, it's it has to do with your ministry. It has to do with your assignment on the earth. It has to do with your calling and your purpose. He says, I am opening the womb of your spirit. That baby, that, that promise has outgrown your womb. And now is the hour to give birth to that which I have promised you, says the Lord. In Jesus' name, we release that over mm-hmm. you. Come on, if that's you, just lift up your hands and receive it. Just begin to say, Lord, I receive that. I receive that word with gladness. Get your hopes up again. I can't wait to hear your testimonies. I can't wait to hear what God has done in your life because I believe there's a turnaround anointing on this broadcast today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I there was another question, illumination brought up and i think this is a really good one because you know we were talking about going to the word hearing from the word allowing the holy spirit to quicken our spirits this was the question they said how do i know that the word is of god so like if they're out getting receiving a prophecy how do they know that the word is of god is it consistent with the bible etc and to go deeper to understand the love that god has in that particular word or I'm not sure if it fits the flow. So I'm not sure I fully understand the question, but I think the the basis of the question is, how do you know? Like, how how do you know what you're hearing from somebody else speaking over you is actually a word of the Lord? Well, when when you're receiving like a personal prophecy uh, uh, like that or a word of knowledge, it, it has to bear witness in your spirit. Now, uh, I've received some words of prophecy. I remember when I was a young boy, I was a, a singer. Uh, sing, I traveled and sang starting at 12 years old in different camp meetings and different things. And that's all I wanted to do. I didn't want to preach. I didn't want to be a prophet. I didn't want to. I wanted to sing. And that's that's how the Lord kind of hooked me to get hooked on his presence. And I remember a, a prophet called me out and, and she said I was in this prayer line and this prophet called me out and she gave me a word. And I'll be honest with you. It was, I mean, she was giving these word, great words to all these people. And I thought, I can't wait till she gets to me. And this word was like, you know, I'm going to take you into a cave and I'm going to put a bit in your mouth. And I'm, I'm thinking, can I get back in line and get <laughs> yeah. word? start over? <laughs> this, is, this is not the word yeah. I want to hear. Uh, but she began to go on and she said, but I've called you to preach with a dynamic fire, not just sing, but I've called you to preach mm-hmm. and to prophesy with a dynamic fire. And I remember as she's prophesying it, I remember it hitting my spirit, but I didn't want to receive it because I wanted to sing. I didn't want to preach or prophesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did sure didn't want a bit in my mouth and a saddle on my back and all we're to go into a cave probably (laughs) that she was uh releasing this word over me however i still knew in my inner man there was something that clicked in my inner man and Mm. actually she even gave confirmations that only god and i knew within that word and so even though i just wanted to pick and choose parts of it that i wanted (laughs) and other parts i didn't want to receive i knew it was from the lord so i i would say number one if it lines up with the word of god if it does not line up with the word of god it is not a word from god he never goes against this word Mm -hmm. for a word of knowledge uh and you can't just base it on an experience either because the enemy can give you experiences And so you have to make sure those experiences line up to the word of God, but also uh, a knowing within your inner man or uh, 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 like we talked about earlier, that jumping or quickening in your inner man that your spirit bears witness to that word. Now, there's been other words that the the Lord has said, you know, I'm going to send you here and and do this. And and there's been times my my flesh did not want to do what the, the word of the Lord was. However, I did know it was the word. So I believe your spirit will bear witness, but make sure it never goes against the word of God. I love to use this example. One time we, I had a lady in our ministry that, that came to me and said, you know, uh, God spoke to me and he gave me, he told me who my husband's going to be. And I said, really? Yeah. And she said, yes, it is so-and-so. And I said, well, the only problem is he is married. Right. And and God's not going to tell you that's your husband. That's witchcraft. Right. Uh, that does that goes against the word of God. So mm-hmm. we got to make sure that we're listening to the voice of God. And number one indicator, 
is it never goes against the word of God, the Bible. Mm -hmm. That's great. Thank you for clarifying that. I know that there's, um, you know, when we get into prophetic ministry, there's all sorts of stuff that you can encounter. And I think going back to the word of God is always just a, a fantastic standard. And the Bible even says in Hebrews that the word of God is like a double-edged sword. It divides between the joint and marrow, soul and spirit. So sometimes you can be hearing something that could actually be coming from your soul, or it could be a desire in your soul. And so the word of God can help to rightly divide that because if it lines up with his word, it's going to encourage your spirit. And so that's another good indication as well. Absolutely. All right, Andrew, thank you so much for your time today. And just, I have been tremendously blessed by this message. And I know that everybody who's listening has also been blessed. And um, everybody, thank you for being engaged in the comments today. And I just hope that this ministered to you and just know that it's breakthrough time. It's here. You can walk this out. This is not a tomorrow thing. This is not a five minutes from now thing. You can lay claim to this and you can walk this out now. You can pick up your mat and walk, just like Jesus said to the man at the pool. So that is going to be it for our show today, you guys. Tomorrow, Jeff is back. And we actually have, let me see, go back here. It is Shannon Dombrowski and Abby Duplaga. So we've got two people who are going to be joining tomorrow with Jeff at our regular time. So thank you so much, everybody, for being here today. We bless you. Have a wonderful Tuesday. And we will see you tomorrow. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.